What's happening, everybody? This is Gate 7 International. I am your host, Adi, rolling solo today. And hopefully you guys will be able to help me contribute today. Sometimes it's not always that fun to talk by yourself. So I'm going to try and get you guys involved. I'm going to share a link in a little bit. And anyone who wants to chat with me can join. But before we get moving, boys, don't forget, boys and girls, I should say now, don't forget to like and subscribe. Check in. Tell us where you're tuning in from. We love to hear where in the world you guys are following. We love to hear from Libyakos fans around the world. Follow us on social media. If you don't already, less than 200 subs to go on YouTube for 4,000. We are less than 150 on Instagram from 7,000, and we just hit 4,000 on Facebook. The community is growing. It's fantastic. We're all a big red-white family here. It takes nothing for you just to quickly like and subscribe, two seconds, but it helps us find more people. So quickly do that. It means a lot to us, and it really helps. And if you're listening on audio, give us a review on i on uh, the iStore, on Spotify, wherever you're listening from, because even those engagements help us find more red and white fans. And if you want to join the Patreon community, you can do so. You can support us doing that as well. There's extra episodes you can get if you want to join the enhanced content tier. We have the WhatsApp group for a dollar a month you can join, which is an incredible experience, I do have to say. And it's a lot of fun. Plus, we give some information there that we don't always share on social media. So it is a really easy way to support us if you want us to continue to grow the content that we provide for you. Uh, everything, everything that we get, guys, goes right back into the show uh we get nothing out of it all we want to do is cover uh the, our favorite team Olympiacos. so man of the match poll is also live give it a vote cast tell us who you love i think i know who it's going to be but we will go over that as well as a coach is great at the end of the show and you can also share who your man of the match and what your coach's grade will be we use the letter system the grading system but you can do one to ten also we don't care lines will also be open as i mentioned earlier i'll be sharing that link shortly we are super excited to get into it today very fun very exciting stuff today thank you everybody for for tuning in john moretti good to see you again my friend from london i love it i love it thank you everybody thank you <laughs> thank you for joining in uh oh my goodness yes we're gonna get into it buddy we're gonna get into it so let's just jump into it from now and i'm gonna start this off by saying alubiakos had 20 Eight shots, according to SofaScore today. 28 shots, and that's not including the two goals that were called back. The Masuras goal, and as well as Podence's goal, both that were called back. Which means that we did have 30 opportunities in our 3-0 victory. Absurd form by Libyakos. We are the hottest team going into the playoffs. We are, no question. The best form. This resurgence has seen us as the team to beat, despite the fact that we're not in first place. Since Carvajal left, 17 goals scored. We've only allowed three. One against Asteras, one against Panatolikos, and one scored against us by Bauk when we beat them 4-1. to one. Incredible. Not to mention seven straight wins since Carvajal left. El Kabi got goals number 21 and 22 on the season today. Incredible performances from him, especially since he came back 
from AFCON. The goal scoring form is back. Let's hope it stays. And what makes this whole thing sweeter is the fact that Panathinaikos and Adis both drop points. We're in third place, minus three from the top. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. It 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 really it really doesn't get much better than this on a on a Sunday. Maybe if uh maybe if they had lost, maybe if we had gotten another one, maybe if Balk had lost or dropped points, it would have been better. But doesn't always get as sweet as this. Alex Katopis from Maine. I think that's the first person that's tuned in from Maine, the state of Maine in our northeast of the United States. I love it. I love it, guys. To, uh, keep checking in. Tell me if I haven't heard from you. Tell me where you guys are coming. Dimitri Papanakios, uh, good performance, but that's pure class from Barcelona. Guys, this is this is incredible. This is incredible stuff. Um, oh, I love the Nolan Lindner Fox, the Fadi Tarim shout. Yep, I love it. He's he's uh look, they still have the cup, but for me, they're playing Bonathanakos is playing worse football under him than they were under Jovanovic, but it is what it is. Moving on, let, let's just get to the post-match, guys. Let's just talk about really quickly. We'll talk really quickly about the game today. And I'm not going to get too much into tactics, especially because we were man we had a man advantage uh, for most of the game. So, but as far as the lineup is concerned, there were a couple of surprises today with the likes of Nelson Abbey, the 20 year old center back we picked up from the from League Two or League One, sorry, and Tolakis in goal. Two surprises for us today, um, all in all. And the rest of the lineup wasn't really anything crazy. I mean, we, we, we went with our strongest midfield core. Chiquinho, Horta, Jeze, that is the best midfield option that we have. That is, it's plain and simple. Top three, Masuras, who hasn't seen too much playing time since Medilibar came. He's he started along with Podence and then of course El Kabi. In the first five minutes, it was very clear what Volos were doing. They were playing the the Greek small ball, I like to call it. Physical, get physical, foul a lot, just frustrate frustrate the team that's better than you, and that's what they did. One minute in, literally, it started like right from kickoff. One minute in, Heze late challenge gets his ankle stepped on. I was extremely worried, personally. I thought for sure that Heze, I thought he was injured at first. And I was like, oh my God, we cannot have this. Heze is too important to this European journey. He's really the only defensive midfielder we have. Uh, forget forget Ibora. Ibora is a guy you bring on to lock things down. But I was worried that Heze was going to come out. I still kind of am worried that maybe there will be some swelling after that because that was nasty. It was nice that he was actually able to continue playing. That, that's a very good sign, but hopefully they're monitoring that because that will swell for sure. And let's just hope that he's fine come first leg against Maccabi Tel Aviv this week. Then four minutes after that, Masuras gets karate kicked by Barrientos. And I mean, the dump, extremely high kick, dangerous kick. Looked like he got caught in the eye. Barrientos gets a deserved red, and then the rest of the night is one-way traffic. 
So that that that's just about it. I told you guys I'm not doing I, I'm not gonna touch into tactics because you can't really really look at things when you're you have a man advantage. We played how I would expect us to play when we have a man advantage. Now I will say this, despite how happy I was with with how especially some players played and how things went, I am a little worried about how wasteful we are with our chances because it's not just this game that we were very wasteful. It was also with Asteras Tripolis, if you guys remember. Very wasteful with our chances. Pretty wasteful as well against Ferenc Varos. And we know in Europe, generally, your chances come at a premium. Maybe for the non-native English speakers here, what that means is you don't get as many chances, which is true. You don't. And we need to be able to put those away. And El Kabi, look, I am glad he is scoring goals. Uh, I am. He's a player that that has frustrated me. He's frustrated a lot of us, especially when his goal scoring form drops because he doesn't offer you as much in open play as a guy like El Arabi did in his in his prime. But he missed golden opportunities today, and he scored the penalty. And then the first goal, it, look, in my opinion, that's Horta's goal. The free kick, it bounces off of his hip a little bit. I don't think that was intention by El Kabi to score that. I think he got lucky. But it is what it is. I'm not going to not take the goals, of course. But we he wastes he does waste chances. Now, to his credit, to his credit, even with the waste chances today, since coming from Afcon, his goal conversion rate, even with the missed chances, is still above thirty percent, which is pretty good. It's decent. If we're comparing him to other strikers in Greece and like how they do, sure, you have some strikers that are doing absurd, like Yeremeyev or Panathinaikos. But that notwithstanding, the top five strikers in Greece, their goal conversions are like high thirties, maybe low forties. So he's pretty. It's on a whole since Afcon. He's doing well. Now, if we take the whole season, the outlook maybe isn't so good. But in the end, twenty he's got over 20 goals, uh, including penalties. He will probably he could probably get to to 30 by the time if the full if the the form continues, he could hit 30 by the end of the season after playoffs and with conference league. And that wouldn't surprise me. So he needs a lot of chances to be able to score, but as long as he keeps his form up, people will not be super frustrated with him. Unlike a certain friend, Navarro, who I had said in the scouting report, people would get frustrated with if he's not scoring, and he's not scoring. In fact, he was also the reason Daniel Podence's goal got called back for a handball, but we're not going to go too much into, into that. I do want to talk about some other individual performances as well while we're at it. First and foremost, he's already come up in the comments by you guys, Daniel Podence. I mean, what a performance today. What a performance today. On social media, I had said all he had to do basically was score a goal, and it was it would have been a, just about perfect. And he did score a goal. Of course, it got called back. Even without the goal, though, I don't know how much better it gets. I really don't. Uh, right before the show started, I checked Sofa Score just to curiosity to see what their rating was. Nine point six for Daniel Potence. I mean, guys, it, since Carvajal left, he's got he's he's had two goals and and three assists. If we're direct goal contributions, not to mention 
today alone, eight key passes. There were three big scoring chances, we'll call them, uh, because they're opportunities, at least that I believe, that you know will will register as a big scoring chance when when the data populates in Y Scout. He was responsible for three of those himself. And if I'm not mistaken, all three of them went to El Kabi and he missed them. But that's anyway. And then let's not forget also, it was Podence that played the ball into El Arabi before it went back to Jovetic for the goal. Let's not forget that also. I mean, <laughs> Daniel had a great game, and, and it's almost criminal that El Kabi did not have a hat trick today. I mean, he had plenty of opportunities. So thankful that Daniel Podence has found form again. Thankful 100% that. He has he has found his feet. Garvajal's gone. One of our best players to begin the season is back to continuing that form and, and picking up the mantle for us. Love to see it. Super happy. If this continues, there's no way we don't activate his buyout. I'm not, look, I'm not going to hold my breath that he's going to stay here. I think for sure we sell him. And I think the job just gets easier with the performances he's having. That's my personal opinion. Another shout I'd like to give uh, as well is is Horta, uh, Andre Horta, uh, some wizardry as well from him. Uh, the, he had the lovely, uh, the lovely cross, um, the ball that was played in for the El Cabi goal. Uh, I said before that I think the goal should be credited to him, but that's not neither here or there. He had some lovely combinations also with Daniel Podence. Um, uh, Horta's just. I like I just love watching him play. Same I bring I bring this up constantly, but the the way I feel about watching Horta play in the midfield, it's the same way I felt about Huang. There's just quality there. This guy is is quality in in different ways, right? Horta's not dribbling through people nonstop. He's just very technically gifted and he can just put the ball anywhere with with incredible efficiency too. He doesn't give the ball up or give it away. He's he's an absolutely incredible player and he just continues to to do better and the more understanding he has with his teammates especially daniel you're seeing that they have a great understanding with each other now and they're playing extremely well and that combination between horta and podence is going to be very valuable and especially in the upcoming legs we have against maccabi tel aviv we're seeing horta play in these games, especially when Podence is playing, you see the heat maps that we put on social media. He's going towards the sides where Podence is. He supports Podence on the wing. He supports him constantly. Great give and goes. They move around each other, and it opens up in the final third, the, the, the area between the midfield and the defensive line, which is extremely important and not something that we did a lot before Mendilibar got here for the last year and a half, really. Very we had a lot of very stagnant movement, lines over lines over lines, and not a lot of interpolating runs. And by that I mean people moving to bring create spaces and 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 bring bring defenders with them so that things could open up. A lot of it was this Portuguese overload nonsense where just people were standing in a line and hoping for the best. But Right now, we've got great, great chemistry 
building between some players and there's great movement all around. Gotta love it. Another shout out uh, I want to give as well before, before I start looking at some comments here, Nelson Abbey. 20-year-old center back. We picked him up from League One. I remember there was a lot of people that were um, very, very worried about this signing. If you saw the scouting report that uh, that we had done about him, I think it, I might have only let uh, kept that in the Patreon. I, I don't know if it was public or not. Don't remember, to be honest. I did so many things. But he's a physical specimen. You guys saw how monstrous he is physically. You cannot beat him physically incredible incredible and it's no wonder that premier league clubs like like Lewton town were interested in him i mean he's stable so stable at the back and you know what he actually can he dribbles pretty well too he's fast and not a lot of nonsense i don't i don't know if i necessarily see him as like a ball playing center back but that doesn't matter he's he just is a pretty state he seemed very stable and at 20 years old man if we're holding on to him that's a really a, all of a sudden at center back we have all these pieces to work with. It's it's fantastic to see, fan absolutely fantastic to see. So it's uh, the the situation is looking very positive for us going into the playoffs. We have all of these pieces that are clicking at the right time. We have all of these players that are are jumping up and and. Maybe it's because of the form and the the locker room situation. It's it's picking most people. It's just picking everybody up. Uh, the The saying goes in English, "A the rising tide lifts all ships." So we're we're it, it's a fantastic time to be a red and white fan. We've been nothing but ecstatic and thrilled every match since Garvajal left. The, the ball that we're playing is finally something that we all recognize as what Olympiaco should look like. It is fun again. I, I, I said this on the last show too. It's... I always want to watch Olympiaco's games, right? We don't do this if we don't love this club. But a lot of you have told us, a lot of you have told me, especially in, in DMs, that over the course of the last couple of years, it's the it's it's it can be very frustrating with with this club. The last couple of weeks, it's it's I can't wait for the next games. I can't I can't wait for them again. Whereas, especially in the last year year and a half, I look at games like okay, what am I what am I getting today? It almost was just habit watching it. Now it's, I can't wait for the next one. I can't wait to see. It, the feeling I had in the 2019-2020 season is, is back. And I can see some of you agree with me here. It's exciting. And I see a lot of you are, are talking about the summer. We'll get to that. I'll get to that with the outlook here. For now, we're going to focus more on, on the match and the playoff outlook. And, and really, guys, looking at the playoffs, which I don't want to jump the gun too much because our – our first and foremost, our, our focus needs to be on Maccabi Tel Aviv, this first leg. We have an opportunity to make it to the quarterfinals of the Conference League. So our focus needs to be as a team on Maccabi Tel Aviv. I don't care what their value is in relation to us. I don't. 
these Israeli clubs, doesn't matter who they are, Hapo Be'er Sheva, Maccabi Tel Aviv, Maccabi Haifa, we should be beating them all the time. But we've been pretty much embarrassed by in, in most cases. We haven't won a single two-leg tie. I mean, even uh, it, Maccabi, was it Maccabi Haifa 20 years ago in the group stage? I don't, we didn't beat them then either. We lost and drew. So focus has to be here. Do what we can in the first leg. Close it out in the second if we can. But that's where our focus is. As far as the playoffs go, look, Panathinaikos look terrible. Now, they've done well in derbies. It's ugly, but they're getting results. Sure, penalties. But as ugly as it is, they're getting results. I think if we play like we have been, we should take that. It's not going to be easy. It'll probably be gritty. But the way this team's playing, the heart that we see on the field, coming back two games in a row from one nothing down, even if the competition is not amazing, means something. That that's There's a mentality there. There's a fortitude there that you'd like to see that we haven't seen from this Libyakos team in a very long time. Balk, they don't look like the team that seemed to be the clear-cut favorites for the title that a lot of people thought. They're vulnerable, and we know that. For me, the team to beat, who also is very vulnerable, Ike. Saw that today against the Addis. Ike has the best offense by the numbers in the Greek Super League. They create the most opportunities, combination of volume as well as quality of opportunities, and they have some very good players. Levi Garcia, when he's healthy, incredible player. Orbelin Pineda, one of the best players in the Super League for me. Great player. Eliashon, great player. They have good players. Their defense is suspect, and that is where we can get them on the count, but we have to be better about taking our opportunities. We are set up in such a good place right now for, for the playoffs. Third place, only three from the top, and we're looking so good. We can do this. And, and, and it's remarkable considering where, where, we, where we came from at the beginning of the season and the expectations we had before Hall left. It's incredible stuff, guys. It's incredible stuff. Now, I am dropping the link for anybody that wants to jump on to chat with me, share your opinions about the game, share your opinions about what's going on. We uh, rolling solo, so probably not going to go an hour or over an hour today, but I'm curious to what your thoughts are real quick, and especially because we're 24 minutes in while we're waiting to see if anybody wants to join me. Don't forget, like and subscribe. Huge chunk of you have already passed through the show. Don't forget also to vote. Vote in the poll. The Man of the Match poll is live. Pretty sure I know who is going to win. Put the polls out on social media as well. And it seems like everybody's following suit, but we'll check in on that before we close up today with Man of the Match and Coach's Grade. Going to check in with some of your comments here as well, see what you guys are saying. Steve Sai from Germany, if I remember correct. Thank you for tuning in, buddy. Bauk has the best offense with 66 goals, Ike 60, and us 58. So, yes, if we're, if we're just looking at goal scores, correct. But 
when we when we factor in opportunities created, entries into the final third, penalty box touches, XG, right? Balk has the one of the largest Balk and Panathinaikos have one of the largest overperformances there. So yes, Balk is scoring more goals, but the teams that have the more volume, higher XG is Ike. That's a that's a level of sustainability. So when I when I say that Ike has a better offense, I'm talking about in a in a way of sustainability because look at how Balk has started to drop off in terms of the performances. They were vastly overperforming, incredible form, but it wasn't sustainable. Ike, their production is very sustainable. In fact, in the beginning of the season, they were just not finishing their chances. Not that they weren't creating them. They had a hard time finishing. Now that they found their finishing form, that's why Ike was back in, in first place. Now, Bach, regardless, they are still a good team one way or another. Doesn't matter. XG, all the other data points I give you, it's it's to, it's to explain some things to you in that respect. That doesn't mean Balk isn't going to be in it for the title. Luchescu's a very good coach when it comes to derbies as well. He's very good at motivating his players. But the fact of the matter is we have more talent on our team. That's it, plain and simple. Same with Ike in comparison to Balk as well, but I digress. More comments coming in. Yorgos Murzanos, Ari, I think Met, uh, Mete is alone. If Bach don't buy him, do you think we should be looking at him? I rate I rate this player, guys. I, I think every time I've watched Bach play, um, I think his first Swalhilo Mete, uh, if I'm saying it correctly, he's solid player. And if I remember, I thought he was young, but he's not. He's almost like 30 years old. Anyway. He's, but I think, I think you're right. You you may actually be right there. Uh, it's a, probably a loan. It was a loan from Benfica, which, which would make sense. I, I like him. I think he, I think he's a pretty good player. Now, if we're talking about this roster and how we get him to play in this roster, it depends. It depends on what we do in the summer and what players we retain versus what we don't. Because if we're gonna if we're if we're gonna keep Horta, we're gonna sign, if we're gonna sign, a, a maybe another alternate defensive midfield. I don't think I don't think we need him. He's twenty nine. There's no value for us, right? It's you, there's no sellability, right? We we're, we're keeping him as twenty nine. I don't mind a player like that as a stopgap personally, but I think we're at a point now where we're we can build something better with younger. Personally, that's how that's how I see it. Then you have the Lucky's got my last take here. <laughs> the dinosaur. These players are from a different era. God, Lucky, you kill me, buddy. I, I, I never change. I I appreciate I, I appreciate your your take on things. You 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 entertain me all the time. Uh, whether I agree or disagree with you. Uh, Notice SK. Hi, Adi. I love your positivity. Ike has scored many goals from set piece in the last few games. Uh, you're absolutely right, actually. Ike leads the league in set piece goals. I think before today, they had 11 set piece goals. So they are very dangerous from set pieces. 20, it's 20% of their goal vault, their goal production comes from set pieces. So something I forgot to bring up. So thank you, Noti, for. Uh, for bringing that up. And we do have somebody that wants to join us. Oh, Hussein, my friend, it's good to see you again. Uh, long time follower of the show. I got to meet him at the stadium when I was in Greece. 
uh, not last. Yeah, it was the season before. So Correct. against uh, Basianina. So how are you doing, buddy? All good. Happy night. I'm oh, so excited. Very happy. You were at the stadium. Yes, yes, I was there. And it was amazing after a long time. We felt so different. And 90 minutes, we were all, you know, just waiting for the score that we would have. Also, yes. the other teams. It's like we were watching like four or five matches at the same time. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. I could hear, you could hear through the the television, the chants for, for all three. Yeah. <laughs> I was killing. It Sometimes was so even like people were chanting for, you know, something else totally, of course. And in the stadium, we had nothing to chant for at the same time. It was so fun. But yeah, it was all together. Like we were like one today. Yeah, it was fantastic. The, I mean, everybody was. It was just nonstop. You could feel the energy in the stadium too. It was just. It was much happier. Yeah, it was so powerful. I can say. And what I noticed that normally, you know, Gate Seven is always chanting, but it is mm -hmm. like a stable part. But when you really feel it, everyone feels at the same time, and we were like so loud all together. It was just amazing. Like you just don't want. I don't want to stop it. It was just perfect. So I, because of it, I want to join today to just, you know, give this, a, let's say, energy to you from here at least. Of course, of course. Well, and, and thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing your pictures as way and as well in the WhatsApp <laughs> group. Those are awesome <laughs> stuff. Tell me, tell me uh, while I have you here, how did you see uh, certain players? I brought up Nelson Abbey earlier, Podence. I brought up Horta I was... How did you see them? Was there anybody else you wanted to talk about too that, that you saw that the stadium seemed to be really happy about today? The thing is, uh, I can say, first of all, Nelson Abbey, he was just great. And I saw that he was so hungry to show himself. And I just couldn't imagine next to Carmo. Like, if they just play together, it would be, I guess, perfect. We will see. I hopeful, I hope just hope for it. But uh, up, to, up front, I saw Podense today. He wanted to show himself. He did many oh, yeah. things. He was just great, really. I was so happy to see him. And as always, I'm always writing in the chat. I love Horta. I am favorite. So I'm a fan of him. He was just great again. And the good part is that, as you remember from the previous times, let's say, Fortinis was going back to the defense, like, guys, come front, pass to me. He was giving the directions. Horta is just doing it so naturally. So yeah. He's number 10 for us, so obvious in the pitch. So it was so great like to see also we have Chiquinho back. You just trust him. Yeah, Heza was also good. So it was all like in one synergies. It, it was really great. And this was like a kind of rotation for us, not like yeah. the main 11 for us, even though it was really, really good. Just Masuras wasn't his day, I guess. He couldn't yeah. really put something from my end, at least what I saw from the pitch. But yeah, all whole team was like a team that we were missing before. Absolutely. It was so individual how, in the back, but now it's like a team they're playing. Hussein, how did you see how did you see Ortega today? Because there was some different differing opinions I saw, not just across social media, but in, in the WhatsApp group as well. So I was curious what what it looked like to you in the stadium, how you saw him. The thing is, he was in front of me for the first 45 minutes, so I could see him easily. So what I noticed that he is eager to go front. That was so good. 
and yep. for the defense i was watching him closely he was checking back and going for back directly not like just staying the forward so he was trying to be aware of what's happening so that showed uh, you know improvement to me but also That's i noticed that he wanted to go front and you know give the passes and take them it was really nice to see because what i was seeing for Art ortega before it was like you know he, he wanted to do something but he kind of didn't know what to do and it was kind of happening and that was it but today like he knew what he wanted to do it was really nice i saw an improvement from my end so one thing i saw him do a lot more today which we really haven't seen a lot but i saw a lot when he was back in argentina the runs he made inside when you especially when he had the ball he looks actually pretty dangerous he can dribble past people there was a time actually earlier this season where he was he had uh the best dribble 1v1 dribble success in greece now it, it it didn't really materialize into anything because he wasn't really creating anything in the final third or the penalty area, but he can dribble on people and he's really dangerous if he's allowed to cut in from the left and go towards the, the middle, but very either way. I mean, very interesting, very interesting. And I hope we see that improvement. I remember Rodine, a lot of people weren't on board yeah. when he first came in January last year and now he's now he's all over the place and he's one of the best parts of the team. So maybe it's one of those cases where, you know, maybe we'll see better the best of him either at the end of this season or next season. Um there's no there's no Lambro here, Lockie. He's you know for, for this comment <laughs> taking Ramon over Ortega. So no, there's no Lambro yes, here. Missing for him. Him. Thanks, Lambro. So <laughs> once yeah, again. it was so I'm willing to be patient, but I will say all in all, like for 4 million, I am still disappointed with what we've seen from him. I, I want to mention something. Uh, you know, when we were watching Rodine, he is at his best when he plays with someone, he understands him like Fortunis. Yes. One, twos, and you know, just passes him. It's, he knows how to play with him. Today, I noticed Ortega had uh, help from yes. Horta, from Podense. I guess that's what he needed because okay we had the right side and we attacked from right side for months rodine for tunis okay we know this but from left we didn't have anything right now i see that horta is going to left with podense together it was so good and chiquinho yes. was just behind them you see you know like supporting there so that was the reason that he, he probably had chances to you know show himself and do something better he needed someone absolutely. there to help him for sure. Yep. I absolutely, I look, I agree with you there. And I think that's probably a, um, a, hu a huge reason for that as well. We'll see. Look, I mean, the, the team is still, it's funny because it's kind of still new, right? Like we have a <laughs> bunch of new players that have now become yeah. the new core of the team and they just arrived in January. We're talking about Chiquinho here. We're talking about Horta. I mean, uh, maybe not necessarily Gelson Martins because he get you know he was only here he got hurt one half a game hurt again you yes, know and Carmo Carmo also has become a very important uh, very important part of this core so the we really still have have a team that's building together and it's it's incredible stuff we have um, I saw a comment here from Look at My Eyes DC Nelson Abbey was reckless on some actions he needs to chill yeah I, I thought maybe he was over aggressive here or there but nothing like Vezo I'm sorry 
Vezo against Panatolikos was a dumbass. Pardon my French. Vezo, I, it's still a travesty to me that we signed this guy. Um, he he look, he's very talented with the ball at his feet still. I'll give him that. But he just he he reminded me of Ba, literally the way the just unnecessary, absolutely unnecessary Damn. actions by Vezo. So, um, but anyway, um, I'll take Nelson Abbey over Vezo any day of the week. Did he? Did Nelson Abbey look as like big to you as he did on the screen? This man is like a physical yes, specimen. He's huge. And when he was jumping, <laughs> you could see like he was gonna tackle the guy over him. Like I said, okay, he's huge, <laughs> obvious. And uh, the forward from uh, Volos, I don't know the guy's name, of course. Moritis. I guess like he was afraid. He was had his back to him all the time when he had the hat like a high ball. And he was going like this. I saw him like he was afraid because he knows there's a big guy behind him and he's not afraid to jump over him easily. But I saw maybe also uh, at once like he was checking what Rezos wanted to do because he, he was holding the guy and wanted Rezos to come and take the ball. It was so easy. Rezos just got, you know, confused. He didn't even expect right. these kind of things. Because of it, I'm saying I agree he's not so calm. But as we talk on the last one, you know, last shows, Carmo has the uh, calmness, so he can make people calm. So if they can play together, balance it, I believe we will see some nice things because I saw Abby wants to do it. Like I, as we also said before, that not easy now to be on the first eleven. Team is big, and you know there's a challenge, and it's nice to see these things. It's been a long time. Absolutely. Absolutely. There was somebody that just came into the waiting room and then disappeared. So if you just came into the waiting room, go ahead and come back. I'll bring you on board wherever you are. But um, I swear also, Hussein, that it was Moraitis that ran. Who was it that ran right into Nelson, like full speed? And just like it was like he hit a brick wall and he fell. <laughs> and it was a fall for him after. Yeah, that, that's what I kept thinking. I was like, God, this guy is a, yeah. he's a different, he's like a brick wall, man. He's a mountain. He's anyway, Hussein, uh, I'm going to get some of these other guys in here to chat for a little of bit. Thank course. you so much for joining us. Thank the, you so much. Thank for you again me. for the insight from the stadium, buddy. Of course. So have a nice day, everyone. Bye. You do the same. Up next, we've got John. John, how are you doing, buddy? Good, thanks. Happy, nice weekend with a nice win. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where are you tuning in from, buddy? London. London? I love it. I love it. Oh, where are you? Uh, John Moretti, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah oh, cool. fantastic. Mm -hmm. Love to put a face to the name. So tell me. Tell me your thoughts. What did you think? What players did you like today? Tell me. Um, I, I only got to watch the first half. A quick disclaimer. But um, from what I saw, I was really encouraged, especially uh, Podence, like everyone's been saying. I mean, he was just amazing today. Um, midfield, again, obviously we're against 10 men, but I thought um, Horta Chiquinho especially also has a really. It's amazing how we've been um, we've been controlling games with this new midfield. Um, yeah, it was just generally really positive. It was a great positive sign today. Absolutely, yeah, feeling good. I mean, it's felt a lot better the last couple of weeks than it has most of the season. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, tell me then, how um, how are you feeling about midweek against Maccabi? I'm kind of cautiously optimistic. I think I don't know much about them. I haven't watched them this season, but you know, like you were saying, these Israeli teams, we should be beating them with the former on 
in Karaskaki. I don't know why we wouldn't beat them. Um, but, you know, if we if we miss our chances, if we go behind, you know, Offie didn't punish us, obviously. No, uh, who was it? Who was it today? Volus didn't punish us, obviously. Oh, right. Yeah. And the last few weeks when we went 1-0 down, we didn't get punished. But um, we're still slightly sloppy. So, you know, in a European game, like you said, that can really get punished. And I'm still a little bit worried about that. But I think it's a good thing the first leg is at home to get some momentum behind us. And, yeah, hopefully a positive result. How are you feeling about the playoffs? That's I'm a bit more nervous about. I mean, I think all three of the other teams are really... I mean, I know Panathinaikos have been slipping up, but, you know, you saw how they played against Pauk in the Cup. And Terim will be a great manager for these derbies, I think. He has that experience of leading teams to titles. And then the other two, especially, especially Ayek, I think with Luchescu and with um, also with Almeida, both of those teams are really stable. They have a strong core and, you know, in the playoffs in those derby games, they're really together as a team in a way that we're starting to see with Olympiacos, but obviously it's not on the same level yet. So I'm, I'm a bit worried about them, but I mean, we've shown in the last seven games since Mendilibar took over that we can absolutely do it and take the title. And are you as upset as I am that we, we have an international break around the corner just as things are really getting fantastic for Libyakos. We're yeah. not going to have the national team against Kazakhstan to break up our enjoyment and our excitement for about a week and a half. I mean, hopefully that'll bring a different, different excitement as well. I'm hoping, <laughs> yeah. I'm, hoping my to, I'm hoping to go if we qualify to Germany. So I'm, I've been waiting Ooh. for so long to see if we qualify. You know, it's been it's been so long with these games looming, but I think the international break's not a bad thing as well. Um, just to just to settle the team even more, you know, some players playing like Mazuras getting some some more form. But yeah, it's it's a bit annoying for sure. Absolutely, I hear you there. Now, before one last question for you before I let you go and we get other people in here. There was a question in here from Eleftherios Mahinis. Um, Looks like he was uh, targeting Hussein when he was here. But hello, Adi and Hussein. First of all, very good results from Eichenbaugh 2 for us. Secondly, I'm wondering if we keep Alexandropoulos and Podence lone players. So I will add one more name. I'll add Horta to that. Mm. And I'll say, do you see us keeping all three of those players, any of those three players? What do you think? And who would you keep? Look, Alexandropoulos, if I'm not mistaken, the option is $4 million, And he's young Correct. and he's Greek. So for me, that's a no-brainer. Even if he's not starting to kind of have him around the squad, he's a guy I can see, you know, being with us for a long time and developing into a starter and a leader of the team. What are the? Do you know the options on the other two? How much they are on Horta and Podence? So, so Horta's reported to us was four point five, but then there's other outlets that says six million. Podence is five point five. And then I guess we can throw Carmo in there too, but Carmo is 18 million. Mm. And that well, that one's not likely to happen for a lot of reasons, which is why I didn't bring them up. But for me, the mm. ones that are the accessible ones, Horta, Podence, and uh, Alexandropoulos. So, uh, and they're all around the same. Podence is like 5.5. It's 4.5, mm. 5.5. So it's in that four to six range, kind of all right. three of them. I think, like you said, Karma is probably unattainable, but the other three, I think all of them we should be going for. We've spent that kind of money. You know, I've said this before on the on this in the chat. You know, spending all this money on wages for these tons and tons of players. I think if we could have a, a more stable summer and bring in these three lone guys, I think Horta has uh, shown himself already to be a great guy that we can have starting 
our midfield. That midfield of Chiquinho has in Horta, I really, really like. Um, it's a top quality midfield, one of the best in the league. So I think to keep that together and then have Alexandropoulos as like the fourth guy there, I really think that would be that would be ideal. We should do that. And Podence, I mean, for me, that's a no-brainer. He's shown himself to be one of the best players in the Greek league since his return. He said, you know, multiple times, obviously, how happy he is, how much he loves it here. And I don't see for him, I don't think he really wants to go back to Wolves and be sitting on the bench. I mean, they're playing really well at the moment. They have some some good players on the wing. So I think for him, I think he'd be happy at this stage of his career to, to sign with us for a few more years. And I think for us, that's that's necessary to have these players. You know, with Fortunis getting older as well, to have these players um, like Fodens who can really bring that magic um, and have that player who can, who can turn a game on its head. And that's exactly what he is. We saw it against Park. We saw it today as well. We've seen it many times. Right. I like what you said. I like it. Good takes. Good takes, John. Well, thank you so much for joining me here. Thank you. Nice get the to next person up. Thank right, you. And I hope you, you continue to, to chime in in the chat for us. Yeah, great. Thank you. Take it easy, buddy. Roman. Hey, Ari. It's been a while. How are you doing, my friend? Are you still in the motherland? Or are you still in uh, the good I'm old in, land of Russia? No, I'm in Belarus right now. It's not far you're away in Belarus. from Moscow. Yeah, but I'm in Belarus. You are man. You're traveled all over the place. All I ca place. I came from Cambodia like one month ago. I was there for two months. Oh my goodness! <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. So, I'll uh, I'll get right to it with you. So let's start with the same question I left um, uh, John with, and I want to talk about because it's coming up in in the chat. Horta, Podence, Alexandropoulos. How are you handling those loans? Are you are you buying I'm, them? I, I'm the... I'm against any kind of uh, talk about transfers right now, because <laughs> we have so important <laughs> games in front of us that let let's keep the transfer talk out for like till the end of the season. It's not it's not a lost season, you know, when we're rebuilding from now. Right. The season that it almost was. Yeah, it, it just started. <laughs> you know, it just started. Now sure. the, well then tell yeah. me about the game. Tell me tell me about the game, how you saw it, the players you liked. Talk to me about it today. Oh, I like the, the English guy. He was amazing. Now Sanabi, Abby, Abby, fantastic. Right. I mean, yeah. he has he has that combination. He he's very physical, he very. seems very fast, he's very, very strong, but at the same time, we have to understand like he must have some flaws in his game, right? Otherwise, they wouldn't let him. So I want to see him against a team that actually can pressure us a little bit more just so we can judge his positioning his composure and stuff like that but what i saw today he was he was like very solid and he seemed confident as well for a 20 year old guy very i mean if, i mean for for somebody that just turned 20 i thought he looked very confident i mean yeah. you could you couldn't do anything to i mean the funniest for me and i i told hussein the same thing was when moraitis ran right into him <laughs> and just like, like, like it was like from behind. Yeah, I remember that. So I, remember that. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing just watching it. But like his build, and and I said this when I did the scouting report on him. He is a monster. He is shredded, St very strong, very strong, very fast, and he can dribble the ball pretty well. But the, I, I want to see him. I want to see him with yes. a team like that can apply pressure to us. Just yes. to see other sides of his game, you know, because it's Agreed. it's obviously very early to judge. But what I saw today, I was like, I was very pleased and impressed. First of all, I was um, I was impressed that he started, because yeah, me too. No, no one was expecting that, 
And it was nope. another good choice by our coach, actually. Mm -hmm. Very, very. Look, I the the only worry you have with players whose main pros or their main features or characteristics are physical is if they get injured, can they can they keep that up? That that's the one worry. But aside from that, I liked what I saw today. And for me, that's enough for me. You know, maybe we'll get to see him rotate again in in, in the future. Obviously, I mean, he, not he's he not played a for the English but... for the English uh, national for the youth team, right? So right, he, that's right. That's, yes, he did. I, that, that says something, right? They have so much talent there. Uh, yep. that, that that is a factor that that that's, uh, should be considered when, when we're talking about Abby. Absolutely, I think you're right. What? Um, but who else did you like today? Oh, uh, Podence. I mean, it's it's so. Of course. It's so different and it's so impressive to see the same player performing like on a like completely different level under different coaches, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, the, the thing that I I thought today was when when you play as a team, your individual players like the you know they like blooming flowers. They they play much better as individuals when you're playing as a team, and that's what we were lacking under uh, our last coaches. Because we we had no chemistry, we had no direction, and we had no like philosophy in our game. We were just playing football. Uh, right now, I can see like I, I can see a path where we're we going, and the players are following that path, and that mm -hmm. uh, that's very optimistic thing. Uh, I told I was I was talking with my friend today. <laughs> I'm gonna say that in Greece. In Greek. <laughs> And Listen. By the way, you, by the way, he he's sorry. He's Aris uh, fan, and uh, our game like finished earlier. So I was watching the last minutes of uh, Aris I game, and uh, like when when they score the late equalizer, the penalty, I, I start talking with the guy. Thank you. Like you, you're gonna be rewarded with the cup for that goal. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So I, I'm not gonna lie. The last it was like eight minutes of this match. I was watching Adis Ayak. I wasn't watching Olympiakos because I wanted to see what happened. But what you said earlier, I I agree with a hundred percent. Especially considering what happened earlier this season, like all how it started, the turmoil we experienced, and then like now what we can you imagine? Like everything we went through, what like the worst part, playing some of the worst football. Like it just seemed like it was a disaster just to come back. And if if we, I'm not going to get ahead of myself and say that we're, we'll win the title, right? But if we can come back and snatch this from everybody else after what happened to us this season, it will be one of the. It would be one of the sweetest. It would be one of the sweetest titles ever for me in, exactly. in, in that I've witnessed. And Adi, have, right have now, you witnessed a title where we came back and snatched it from? No, not the in that way. Defeat? I, I remember like titles when we were behind like one team on Ethnikos and like we beat them like in the final right. games. But when we we're fourth and like, oh yeah, that, that's gonna be something amazing. Like absolutely, it would amazing. be. Uh, and and we have the momentum, Adi, right now. We 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 really do have the momentum. You know, it's like a I basketball agree. game. You're down 15 points. Then ten, then six, then two. Like you're still down, but you have the momentum to to win the game at the end, and that's uh, the situation right now. You can see that Pauk, Aik, Panathinaikos, they're not used as they uh, they're not good as they used to be like some months ago, 
we're playing better football now than all these clubs. So I'm very, very optimistic. And like the, the point we took back two days ago, we can see how like the value of it point right now. Because it, it can be a decider, right, at the end of the season. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, real quick, I saw a question here from Jacob Shedd. Is there going to be a show analyzing the matchup with Maccabi? Uh, if, we, if we have people that can be free to do it beforehand, we will do one. Uh, we usually try to do something pre-match. Usually it's recorded and and then talk about Maccabi and then a post-match, which we 100% are planning on doing this week. So keep just keep an eye out on our spaces, whether you're whether you're on Twitter or X, I should say, Instagram. We'll have information about that. We'll try and get something for pre-match analysis for that. Um, just, so just keep an eye out. We'll do our best. Now, Roman, uh, before I get the next person in here, since you don't want to do transfer talk, that's fine. No, I, I, I have ask my thoughts. You. Don't don't get me wrong. I have my <laughs> thoughts, but but we're gonna discuss it at the end of the season. I think you're right. So instead of then telling me about the the loan question, just tell me your man of the match and give me your coach's grade too while I have you here. Well, the obvious answer would be El Kabi, but I'm gonna say Podence. El Kabi, you think is the the obvious answer? Well, when you're scoring two goals, you have to be like. Uh... I okay yeah I, I see. What I you're mean, and he, yeah. he was close to a hat trick, and well, we're, like, we're disgusting. Easy. I mean, that yeah, be oh, the he should have had a hat trick. Yeah, That's on and, him, though. And then, yeah, I agree with that. That, that would be the the obvious answer. But uh, there was so so many um, creation from Podence. He scored a goal that was uh, uh, the, the var uh, like it was it was offside or it was a handball. I don't even remember. For Podence? Uh, yeah, the, the goal that Podence Navarro's handball. Yeah, Navarro's yeah, yeah. handball. I thought it was offside first, but yeah, then they showed the replay. It was a handball. Uh, and what about the coach, man? He's he's doing absolutely great. I mean, no one <laughs> could no one could ever uh, like imagine that. Like he he's like a magician. He came and in a very very small amount of time, he turned not, not like the team, but but we were extremely pessimistic and now we're extremely optimistic. Yes, it's, it's yep. like he's logical. It's, he's logical. He's lo It's much. It's much more than a team that plays better. It's the feelings that we have, like watching a team like that. It's crazy. It's incredible stuff. Uh, I'm happy. You're happy. Everyone's happy. Everybody's life, been happy the last two. Weeks. Life, life <laughs> is good. Yeah. So I mean, can you imagine a scenario when like we, we're not winning the championship? But let's say like we're one point down at the end, like the last match, and like Ike, for example, is winning the championship. I think most of us are still gonna be very happy, not very happy, because all the, like Olympiacos goal, uh, goals is like uh, always to win the championship. But I, I'm personally gonna feel a satisfaction that our worst team. For past ten like years, we're that close to win a championship. Yeah, we're that close. When we played yeah. the, the worst football for last, I don't know how many years, and we're still competing, that that that, that would be something. But I we're gonna win you. it. We're, uh, I agree the, with you. The day we're gonna crown champions. I'm going to be here and I'm going to say to Ari, Ari, I told you that we're going to be champions. <laughs> and yeah, I'm going to remind you that. And that will be my goodbye for tonight.
I love it. Roman, trust me, I hope that you can say I told you so. I hope you come back here and I hope that we're 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 laughing, we're drinking, and you're telling me I told you so. I, okay. I'm waiting for that day. Mark my words, buddy. Roman, thank you so much for joining again. Uh I, I I'm wait I, I will be praying for that day to come. Oh. I promise. Everyone, okay. Thank you guys for having me. Take care. We got one more. Uh, we got one more coming in here. Uh, Eli, how are you doing, buddy? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Where are you checking in from? Ohio, US. Ohio. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah. So I got to say, I love what you have going on here. It's just genius and it's it's great. All of us connect all over the world. I just, I love it. So thank you so much for joining. Real quick before I get your take on a few things, Hussein, notice the merch. This is the, the new Adidas Red Polo, guys. You saw some of the teasers for stuff that's coming. This week, we're expecting to debut everything. We still have to work out a kink with international shipping. And once we get that worked out and we know we're 100% good to go, you guys will be able to check everything out. And the merch is also part of a way you can support us, not just liking and subscribing, not just the Patreon chat, Anything that comes from the merch helps us continue to build this show. We have some fun stuff we want to do, need the capital to do it. This is a great way you can help us do that. And, of course, sport the colors. Any of you get oh, yeah. anything, share it on social media. <laughs> it's okay. With <laughs> no Olympiacos jersey needed for this. Don't worry. <laughs> but anything you guys get, if you share it on socials, we will share it. We just love the fact people want to wear stuff that's from us. That's all we care about. So, Eli, let's talk about the game. Who so, did you like today? Tell me tell me your thoughts. I think it was a great game. It shows a lot. I'm super excited about this, how it's playing out. We were behind. I felt like last year, too, we had some hope. We were, like, at minus nine. And this year, it just – I think this is a year, though. Last year was too much turmoil. We're really turning it around this year with Mendelibar. And I'm, I'm really psyched. I can't wait for the next game. Just, like, I haven't been this excited – for a while just a couple like years right yep it's been a while but yeah because even that last season of martin's where we we won the title right we won yep. the title but the football was so bad it was right it wasn't exciting like now it's like i can't wait to watch orta with some passes with potential just it's just amazing how they're playing and i really you know i don't want to look too forward but i really think we can make it far this year in europe i think i want Listen. that more than i do the protagonist but even the protagonist would be sweet Listen, the the, expect, the expectations. I was I was going back and listening to the shows that we did right before Mendelibar came, and I was looking at the comments. I was looking at what people had been saying about the team, and there was zero expectation. Most people were like, look, let's just we're we're not going to win anything. We're going to get embarrassed in Europe. Let's just do what we can, and we'll rebuild in the summer. Like people were beginning to check out. That was the feeling we were getting that on socials, and now it's like we there, there's a rejuvenation. Early. We check out so early. There's always hope. It's a long season, and and the fact that the Greek Portafima has the um, the playoffs, it just changes yeah. everything. Like two games against every big team in Greece, that's like six points if you go undefeated and win each game. Like yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we finish the season four or five points ahead. Look. At this at this point, I believe anything's possible. We are playing so well. I mean, compared to what I was expecting in the beginning, you know, before before Caravajal left, mm -hmm. I expected nothing 
Now I feel like right. anything's possible. It's like a new season. That's how I see it. So right. it's I, I'm. It's hard for me to express just like how excited I am about everything. Me too. Me too. I just so. can't wait. I don't want to get too excited because we have a long season still ahead, and, and we'll see. Of course, nothing of course. but excitement. Yep, you're yeah. you're absolutely right. Not so. Tell me, tell me, and who your uh, man of the match was today. Tell me, give me a coach's grade as well while you're at it. So I have to go with Bodense for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though Alcabi scored the two goals, I get it. But it's not only about scoring; it's so much more, you know. And that penalty was just beautiful. The way he passed him up there was just. Oh yeah, it was great. Now the coach. The one thing I love about Mendelibar, he he loves to test the waters. He loves to, he loves to try new things out. I got to give him a nine, you know, out of ten, for sure. I like it. That's an A. That's an A, buddy. We'll take it. I think it's I think it's very well deserved. So I agree with you there. One more before I let you go and before I begin to close the things up here, I'll ask you the lone question that okay. uh, Roman doesn't want to do until the end of the season. So tell me, Alexandropoulos, Horta, Podence. What are you doing about those loans? So, Alexandropolo, I love him because he's Greek, right? I don't know if we're willing to spend $4 million on a player that's going to be on a bench, right? I do want him, I but wouldn't. I don't know if yeah. uh, Orta, I really hope we sign Potenza and Orta. I think we will. I think Marinaki has shown us he could do the bomb, right? Carmo, for realistic, we know it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. But... If we could do that too, that'd just be amazing. And just that's all we need. If we can close those three players, I don't want to see another signing. That's it. I'm with you there. I'm definitely with you there. So, Eli, it was nice being on. Give me an outlook before you go. Give me an outlook. How do you feel about Maccabi? Let's just wait and see. (laughs) You don't want to jinx it. That's how everybody is. Everyone's cautious. I, I like remember, that. I remember I like 2010. Uh, I'll never forget it. I don't want to even. Let's just wait and see. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Eli, thank you so much for joining me from Ohio. I was actually there yeah. for a wedding a couple of months ago. Oh, really? Where are you uh, from? Actually, what might have been part longer. Of the huh? What part of the state are you from? I'm in Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay. DMV area. I'm down here okay. between Baltimore, DC. But I was up there for a, for a wedding. Uh, what part? Loves it up there. It was near. I don't remember exactly where it was. It was near Campbell. Campbell. Okay. Yeah. A lot of Greeks over in Campbell. <laughs> oh, there's a ton. There's a ton. Yeah. So, All right, man. Well, thanks for having me, and I'll be seeing you soon. Thank you, Eli. I appreciate it. Well, boys and girls, we are getting ready to start wrapping things up here. So we're going to take a look and see how you guys voted for Man of the Match Coach's grade before we do. Um, my Man of the Match, I probably buried the lead early. My man of the match was obviously Podence. Told you guys earlier, SofaScore had him 9.6. 9.6 rated. Crazy. Crazy. I mean, before that, I thought he got involved in everything. I mean, El Kabi, he gets the hat trick and doesn't waste the opportunities in open play that he had. Maybe I'd give it to him. But the first goal was not his on purpose, and then the second was a penalty, so. He didn't do – he scored the goals, and we need people to score the goals however they come. But for me, Podence was the one behind everything. I mean, 
just that the there there was also an interval of play where he was dribbling. You had two Volos defenders, one in front, one behind, waiting, and Podens jukes both of them out at the same time. I mean, he he's just been a different sauce, guys, since and I'm I'm so happy to see that back from him. He looks incredible. He just looks look like a he there's a weight off of his shoulders ever since Carvajal left. And today he was incredible for me. I mean, he's my man of the match, one hundred percent. Coach's grade, man, man advantage, but we've seen that we've struggled sometimes with man advantages before. And so I, I, I give him an A. You know, it's, it is what it is. I wish we had scored more goals because I, I hate how wasteful we've been, but you can't not give the guy an A. He does. Mendelibot is, 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 is doing things maybe that aren't as impressive on paper, but because we've had so many coaches that cannot do the simple things correctly. It, it it makes this look good, and I and I'm taking, but I'm going to take that win and give it to him because if everybody did the simple things right, we would be happy about everything, and we haven't been until now. So I give him an A. We're going to look at we're going to look at what you guys said. We're going to check out the poll here, and by far and away, it's Daniel Podence. Fifty six percent of the vote coming from you guys. Twenty eight percent going to El Cabi. Nine percent for Nelson Abbey and seven percent for Horta. So there you guys have it. There is your man of the match, Daniel Podence. I'll touch on a couple of quick questions I saw before we go ahead and close up here. Um, I where there was a basketball one that I missed from still trolling, bro. Hey guys, did you already talk about basketball? What's your thoughts on the upcoming game against Virtues? Cheers. Actually, we didn't really chat about basketball. I'm sorry, buddy. You are looking at like the only guy on the show that knows nothing about basketball. Uh, maybe myself and Cosaslianos. Uh, actually, Marcial, I don't think, is a basketball guy either. It's really the basketball guys are Dimitri, Costa, and Lambro. I, I've been watching now Olympiacos basketball for uh, about uh, two years. I still don't understand the game at all. That's why. I follow Red Point Guard. Follow them if you guys don't already, if you want to learn more about basketball and Libyakos basketball. But uh, the, I'm sure the guys will do something with them to talk about the game. As far as I'm concerned, the the the, the game against uh, Virtus Bologna, I'm, I, I always believed our basketball team can win any game. They have so much heart, heart that I wish all season the football team had. I never count them out. And now that Shaq McKissick is back too, and he's he's playing well, I mean, the, the team's firing on all cylinders for me. Walk-up just looked like walk-up again. So it's – I'm super excited. I'm super excited for the basketball team. But the uh, – the the and now the football team is finally playing how we were supposed to play too, so – I'm happy all around. All my all my teams for Libyakos are are doing are doing great things. So closing comment here from Monos G7. The fact that supporters from around the world get the chance to gather here and talk about our favorite team is so massive. It shows how global Libyakos can be. A harbor team that made a let made it legendary, especially for us here in Greece. It shows how immense Libyakos is as an idea. Broadens our horizons about how far Libyakos can go. And never forget, Libyakos is one and united in all sports. Thank you for that, Miles. That's why we exist. Yorgos Muzanos, would, who would you like to draw at the playoffs in the first match? Yorgos, I'm going to be honest with you. The way we're playing, I do not care. Give me any of them. I don't care. Give me anyone because we are playing 
if we play like we have been, there is nobody that we can't beat. There is nobody in this league that we can't put it to. Even Ike. Give me any of them. I don't care. First match, do not care. Give me any of them. And I want to see what the boys can do. I'm excited for it. And I haven't been able to say that for derbies for a very long time. I am super excited for the playoffs. Because I think this team has what it takes. I really do. And I'm excited. Extremely excited to see what they do with it. So I'll leave you guys with that. We're a little over an hour here. We're going to check. We'll see you guys in the midweek, of course, because we're playing against Maccabi Tel Aviv. I believe it is on the 6th. Also, we have the draw for the playoffs, so we'll see what the rest of the season is going to look like playoff-wise. Huge. Every game is must-win. Everything is huge. Against Maccabi Tel Aviv, against every team in the playoffs, must-win games if we want to snatch the title from what originally was the Jaws of Defeat from how poor the season was, we can snatch it from the teams who have been experiencing some of their best periods in the last decade or two decades even. So that says something. And it will make, as Roman said before, this season even sweeter than the rest. So, so many things to be excited for. I can't wait. I'm already counting down the minutes until Olympiacos plays again. So really pumped. We're going to get to you guys this midweek. Check out merch. Merch is coming. Merch is going to be, once we get the, the international shipping issue worked out, it'll be coming your way. We're super pumped about it. We are planning on having another live stream. Adi, I see you in there. Uh, if we can get something going before the match, maybe a recording before we play against Maccabi Tel Aviv, uh, we'll want you on there because you are, if I remember correctly, a Maccabi Haifa fan. and You can give us some inside info about what's going on against Tel Aviv. So, We'll keep an eye out on socials. We'll see if as long as the schedules work out, we're going to get that done. So thank you, everyone that's tuned in for this. It is a great time to be an Olympiacos fan again. We are super excited. Maccabi, Tel Aviv coming up this week. The draw for the playoffs coming up this week. This is Gate 7 International by the fans for the fans, and we will see you next time. <laughs> Já se trago